Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Mama is treating me to breakfast. Yep, let me see your phone. Huh? Look here. I download this McDonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you get one free. Wait, you just bought that on my phone. That's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat mama. <laughs> okay, ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10 22 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required. Raiders of the Lost podcast is brought to you by our friends Manscaped, the leaders in men's grooming. Use our coupon code Raiders of the Lost at checkout from manscaped.com to receive 20% off your entire order and free shipping worldwide. Join the over 2 million men trusting Manscaped with their grooming needs today and get ready for all their new products launching this year like their body wash, 2-in-1 shampoo conditioner, their lawnmower 4.0 groomer, and so much more. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, one of the fastest growing movie podcasts in the world, where we discuss all things film. In this episode, we discuss episode four of Moon Knight, The Tomb. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Anthony here. And James here. We just finished watching episode four of Moon Knight, and it was probably the most exciting and mind-bending of the series so far. It had a great kind of twist, third act climax, which is just, I'm still mind-blown at what's going on. I'm still confused, and I want to know more. I'm very excited for episode five. But there's a lot to unpack in this episode. You know, it opens up with this shot of all these... Egyptian gods encased in stone and Khonshu's stone statue is in prison there as well so we can assume maybe maybe they'll be all released at some point but we have Stephen and Mark they're kind of back to their bickering selves after they were helping each other at the end of the last episode and we have a weird sort of love triangle developing between Layla Stephen and Mark and Stephen and Layla kiss how do you how do you feel about the kiss I was watching I was like that's kind of weird yeah it's kind of weird a different person yeah and she, but, I don't know. But she, she gave a hint of it last episode where she was like staring and smiling at him. I was like, oh, is she gonna, is she gonna kiss him right yeah, now? And Mark's like, are you in love with my, are you in love with my wife? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's odd, but it's, it's, I, I think it's funny at the same time. In this episode, they clearly, it's, they packed a huge amount of scope and scale into it. We have a lot of practical sets in this one, which uh, we haven't seen yet up until this episode. A lot, they've been using a lot of CGI, but these sets are huge, impressive. 
Well done, as well as a lot of great location work. Looks like around um, the areas of Egypt and maybe even other countries that have these amazing rock formations. And so I, I really like how much practical filmmaking they put into this episode. They, they went a little horror, too, with the Stephen and Mark inside Stephen. And then Layla, they, they go to the tomb of uh, Amit that they find that uh, Harrow and his men are already at. They're just somewhere. The Harrow and his men are just in the tube somewhere, I, I guess. But They must have gotten lost, I'm I guessing. think, because Layla or Steven figures out that the shape of it is the Eye of Horus. So it's like a maze. They're able to traverse it a little more quickly than Harrow using his compass and his men. And then... Um, Layla, and this is like the crazy scene of a mummification of these like mummy sorcerers who have been erected from the dead. This movie, this episode felt like Tomb Raider mixed with mummy, mixed with like, I don't know, like Tomb Raider, uh, Tomb Raider mummy, and then one flew over the cuckoo's nest yeah, at yeah. the end of the movie, I think, the episode. I think that zombie mummy guy was one of the best moments of the whole show so far. It's pretty scary. I've been, pretty I've been, waiting, I've been waiting for something like that. Yeah, because first they watch, they're hiding as it's mummifying one of Harrow's men. And it's pretty gross. It's like dropping organs inside the canopic jars. And then it chases in Layla and grabs Layla. You think it's going to be like a great... It's like a great horror moment where he grabs her into the shadows. It's pretty scary. Mm. It's the scariest moment of the, of the series so far. Maybe the scariest moment of any Marvel movie or show I've seen yet. Definitely, And, and then um, she defeats the mummy with the flare in the eye. Excellent technique. Lots of flare work in And then one. Harrow and Layla have a back and forth where Le Harrow is talking about her father, giving her a little backstory and saying that Mark's the one who killed it with a group of him with a group of mercenaries. And then um, I, I love the set design in this. I love the use of the mummification. I was, I was, I'm wondering, how were these mummies, monsters already awoken? Or maybe they stand guard on the tomb, maybe for anyone who enters. Uh, I'm curious. Maybe we'll find out in the next episode if they were, if they're always awake, or if maybe Harrow and his men uh, awoken them. Yeah, because Amit hasn't been raised yet. Yeah, because Amit's still inside the rock formation, the little statue. And you know, I think my favorite part of the episode was when Stephen and Mark discover the tomb of Alexander the Great, which was very cool, the long lost tomb of. Alexander, he pulls Ahmet's statue out of his throat yeah. because Alexander, he figures out, was the voice of Ahmet, and Alexander was Ahmet's avatar on mm -hmm. Earth. Yeah, and Alexander the Great had a relationship with is it Cleopatra, right? Or no, Cleopatra had a relationship with um with with many with a few of Roman of Roman emperors uh -huh. like Julius Caesar, Mark Antony. I believe, and another one. So she had children with two or three of them. Uh, I can't remember Alexander's connection to Egypt. Maybe he conquered the land Let while me... he was um, ruling and taking over countries. It's possible. I'm, I'm guessing. I, my history is a little off, but I also— Did he have a relationship? Oh, let me check if he had a relationship with Cleopatra. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. It's... <sighs> he had a sister named Cleopatra. Uh-huh. I don't think it's— the. Maybe it's, I don't think it's the Cleopatra. I think that, that I'm not know. sure if they're related, but I don't think they were. I think they were alive in different eras because mm -hmm. Cleopatra she formed alliances with like um, Antony, Julius Caesar, yeah. and I think it was Augustus uh -huh. or either Octavian when he was uh, emperor. And she wasn't actually uh, a born Egyptian. She became she was um, of Macedonian yeah. birth, but yeah, then became then became the ruler. She, be, she became yeah. the ruler of Egypt with, yeah. when she had alliances with Rome. Exactly. Anyways, moving back. I love to the I love all the I love the tombs. This one really felt like Tomb Raidery, Indiana Jonesy. 
the all the sarcophaguses and the great statues and stuff like they did a great job even like the the faded murals on the walls i think the production design um is the best that we've seen so far in the show absolutely awesome huge sets it was really cool to see especially the final set which was really interesting and fun but also we have mark's confession to layla about what happened to her father so he was working on it as a mercenary with other mercenaries they were i guess guarding or in charge of a dig site that layla's father was in charge of because he was an archaeologist and then mark's partner gargreedy killed all of the archaeologists at the tomb that they were at and he was supposed to kill mark was was supposed to die he shoots mark but that's where we can assume Konshu grabbed a hold of mark and kept yeah. him alive and, and used him as an avatar and then harrow shoots mark also well real quick sorry that's also setting up another villain we might get later in the series oh yeah you're right the the his former partner absolutely that's, that's what i am really interested i'm in. still you know maybe not holding out doubt that her father's still alive maybe if an egyptian god used him as an avatar who knows if yeah. they're if they're just gods everywhere grabbing people as avatars one country <laughs> grabbed mark you get an avatar you, you get, get an, an avatar, avatar. you get an avatar <laughs> <laughs> who knows uh, also harrow shoots mark and he falls into that double tap little pond of water behind alexander the great's tomb but his his soul you could say like falls to the depths of it and then he wakes up in a psychiatric ward, and you're just your your mind's blown for a few minutes because it seems like now Mark's reality is he's a patient in a psychiatric ward. He's mentally ill. We see all these clues around his environment to this maybe story that he's concocted inside of his head of being the superhero Moon Knight, of being on this adventure. All the characters and like like um, Harrow's his main doctor at the psychiatric ward some of his henchmen are like nurses there that as well. Eastern European town is just a portrait on the wall all sorts yeah. of little things like that and you think oh my god it's been all inside of his head the whole time but I think it's not obviously so my theory is I mean it can't be because in the trailer there's stuff we haven't seen yet him, with him as Moon Knight Plus, you can't just, that can't be the end yeah, of the yeah, show yeah. but this is based off one of the comics of Moon Knight for okay, sure okay um, my guess is that it's it's possibly and he's he's probably put into Ahmed's prison uh, because Ahmed's trapped in the the stone, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe this is what happens to the gods' minds when they're imprisoned uh, in stone, and so maybe he's he was put into it when he was pulled into the depths of um, the the tombs, what you could say like water pond. I think he maybe he's trapped in the stone as well with Ahmed, so that so then if Ahmed's released, then maybe Mark and Stephen will be released. I'm trying to remember. So at the end of the episode, when um, it's Layla and Mark, he just gave the confession. He had the statue yeah. of Ahmed. Did he give it to Layla, or was he still holding it? I believe he's still holding I, it. I, I I actually I'm trying to think. I think he's still holding it. I'm not. If 100%. he's still holding it, then maybe that makes sense that he fell back and he's yeah. inside a mind. That's prison. what I think. It's, yeah. a, it's like a mind prison that's customized to him because he knows the modern world. Because Ahmed's been trapped for thousands of years so how yeah. would Amin know what the modern world looks like but this is what I think the stone prisons are probably like for each um, entity that's imprisoned yeah it, it, either that or someone's imprisoned him inside of his mind yeah. maybe he's imprisoned himself inside of his mind maybe he's a lot more mentally ill than we think and have understood at this point maybe this is just like a, a relapse for him maybe into intense mental illness also how I, we'll see how he gets out of the actual physicality of being shot twice in the chest maybe the Ahmed um, heals him like um, I, I'm, I'm assuming Ahmed's gonna yeah. go inside of him and use him as an avatar that's my assumption because Khonshu's mm. still trapped and so the psychiatric ward's really cool, though, because I love the convo between him and Harrow. We have that, like, old VHS TV series of, yeah. like, that old Tomb Raiding, Tomb Busters, which I was watching. I'm like, I, this, this can't be. This definitely a show. This can't, like, I, I knew actually you be. could tell from the footage. Like, I'm like, it, it, it looks like an actual set. Like, it yeah. looks like I could see the lighting guy and the gaffers in the background. <laughs> yeah. It looks, looks that corny. 
But um, that was just a TV Very a, creative, a yeah. VHS tape that Mark brought in. And so, like, all these clues hinting to that. Did he make all this up inside of his mind? Conversation with Harrow, all the same clues, the sandals, the walking stick, the cane, everything. But he escapes uh, from Harrow's office, and then he finds a sarcophagus that Stephen was inside trying to get out. So he releases Stephen. It's really cool to see Mark and Stephen together. They hug. They're like, what's the last thing you remember? You getting shot. Us getting shot. It's like, I freaking knew it. Well, obviously, you know, you're both the same body. You're both in the same mind. So, yeah, it seems like the next episode is going to be just Oscar Isaac acting clinic. He was so good in this yeah, episode. Acting clinic. He's, all, he's amazing, this, especially the, the the physicality of being medicated so heavily. It was mm-hmm. really terrific. So but, the next episode is going to be Mark and Stephen the whole time, and I'm sure Oscar just chews up the scenery. I'm looking forward to seeing it. But also, there was a second sarcophagus that was shaking. Uh, yeah. Is that his the third, third persona? His yeah. the third personality that was trying to get out that yeah. he's too afraid to open? Maybe that's probably my... The killer. I, I'm assuming. The killer. Because it's the only thing that could be in there, I'm sure. And then... The they get to like the exit and a giant the hip like a hippopotamus looking god of Egypt comes out and it's and she says hi and this is actually a real Egyptian god its name her name is oh I just had it hold on hold on keep talking hip hip hop hippopotamus <laughs> where is it so where is it? so I know you said Tarouette, that Tarouette. the goddess of fertility so you said that you think Ahmed's gonna make Mark and Stephen. Her next avatar. I really, st- I still think that Harrow is gonna be end up being her avatar. I think that's his main goal because I think Harrow wants to have her power because he already loves it so much, especially with the cane. So I think that Mark and Stephen will hook hook back up with Khonshu. I think I do think Ahmed is gonna link up with Harrow eventually. I think there will. I think there will be a final showdown between Moon Knight and whatever Harrow's name will be as the avatar for Ahmed. Yeah, we'll find out. So Tarawet is the Egyptian god of fertility and childbirth. As in Moonite, she is depicted with the appearance of a hippo, but with lion's arms and paws and a crocodile's tail and legs. Interesting. And I just love how she's like, hi, hi, <laughs> hello there. Hey, don't worry, I can help you. It's pretty cute. Um, so curious to see what happens with Tarot and going forward, and then are, is he going to be able to escape his mind prison? We'll find out. But this is a pretty cool episode. Lots going on. Big changes for the series going forward. We'll see what happens to to Stephen and Mark going forward. We'll see what happened to Layla if she escaped. If Harold caught her, we don't know yet. But very excited for episode five next week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. And then there's only two episodes left, so it's going to be wrapping up very soon. So the next two episodes are probably going to be very epic. And I wonder if there's going to be some sort of connection now with gods since Thor, Love, and Thunder. That trailer just dropped, and we see references to Zeus, obviously, and many gods and Greek gods and and the Norse gods in that world. And maybe now... We'll get more Egyptian gods in the MCU mixed with these gods from the Thor lore. So maybe gods uh, in MCU is going to be a more common thing aside from the superheroes. Yeah, I'm sure they have a ton of characters because, you know, we've already been through Loki, Odin, all of these Norse gods that we know so well. So I'm sure there's – I don't know the all the characters in Marvel, obviously, but I'm sure they have a huge catalog of characters. Well, I'm pretty sure that they've made comics of, of, of like, Egyptian gods like Anubis they and must stuff have, like yeah. that, I'm sure. So maybe Anubis will come into play because that would be cool because he was always my favorite Egyptian god. Anubis. Origins. Origins. <laughs> Horus. Origins. Origins. <laughs> what happened to his eye? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that wraps our recap of Episode 4, Moon Knight, The Tomb. Can't wait for next week. We have awesome episodes coming for you very soon, especially tomorrow. You want to stay tuned. Take care, everyone. Bye. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria.